Welcome back. This is Shelly. <laughs> Hello. Happy New Year to everyone. Happy New Year. 2024. Uh, what's she watching, uh, watching podcast? Yes, we forgot you got it. <laughs> it's, it's been a minute. It feels like it forever. Been it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Possibly a full month. Possibly. Uh, Hope everybody survived the holiday season. Yes. Yes. We hope everyone survived. Mm -hmm. Everyone had a good time. We hope. Hope the new year is going well so far. Yes. Yes. We hope all these things. I'm personally happy that the holiday season is over. Shelly, as you know, I came down with the case of the COVID. Finally got me. Like I hadn't had it. I had not had it before. And it was the nasty on Christmas Eve, yeah. right? On Christmas Eve. That's Christmas not a very Day. Good gift, Santa. It's not. Christmas Day I felt even worse. Took the test. That thing turned positive within a second. I didn't have to wait the fifteen minutes. It was like, no, yeah, you're That's wild. You, you got it. You're COVID. <laughs> you're COVID positive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, has Dana had it? Not yet. Knock on wood. Okay. Knock She's on got wood. some crud. She's got some crud uh-huh. right now. I think everybody uh-huh. does. Right now. Yeah, I had the flu for a little bit. Yeah, you had Not a COVID. case of the flu. But the flu is Not just as COVID. bad. The flu uh, is just it's, as bad. It's rotten. It is. Yeah, I mean, it's rotten. But I feel like, <laughs> that, I feel like COVID knocked you down hard. It knocked me down and out for about a week straight. So, I mean, what did I do but catch up on stuff? So what else can you do? As you should. As you should. I watched a lot of stuff that I probably wouldn't have. But the thing that made me really mad is we made plans, of course, over the holidays to go to the movies. Mm -hmm. And we were going to go see a couple of movies that came out and didn't get to it. Haven't got to them, and we'll talk about those movies when we discuss our list. But we'll get yeah, to. Yeah, I them. still didn't. I didn't get to see everything I wanted to. But Mm-mm. that's the nope. the beauty of streaming. That's right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the beauty well, of streaming. You know, like I'm still waiting for a few movies to just kind of like show up um, yeah. that I've been waiting on. So. Yeah. You know, you know Same. how that goes. Yeah, I do. I will. I do. I'm I will. Just, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm just gonna say I will rent a movie if I want to see it enough, and I did that a uh-huh. couple of times. But some yeah. of them I will wait till they are free. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, if it's if yeah. it's really really if I feel like it's really worth four dollars, yes, I'll rent it. <laughs> Yes. But I mean, I'm like $4 compared to however much I would spend at the theater. And it's true. I love movies. Obviously, mm-hmm. we do this podcast. Yes. But I'm not yes. going to spend that much money mm-hmm. if I can watch it and pause it when I have to go to the bathroom. Yes. Or get another snack. That's right. Likely. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm sorry uh, that your holidays were ruined. It's okay, Shelly. It's okay. Uh, I am 
sorry, yours, you had the flu too. Like, it's just the pit. It's the pit, but, you know, that's life. It, is what it, it goes is. on. It, it is life, and it does go mm-hmm. on. Yes, and now here we are, our first here podcast of 2024. I missed it. Shelly. I missed it too. I missed doing this. And you know what? This is our first podcast of 2024. And we're going to go ahead and say this is our season two. Um, We've March. We started last year in March. So you know what? This is the start of our second season. That's right. We took a little break. Mm -hmm. We're coming Mm -hmm. back. Mm -hmm. We've got some great stuff planned for this year. And we're really excited to keep this ball rolling. And we're really grateful that you listen. Ditto. Yes. Everybody that has expressed to us or told us that they've listened, like I had a little family event this past weekend and a few of like my, like not my cousins, yeah, aunts, cousins, uh, step siblings, you know, parents are like, so I listened to an episode and I'm like, you know, like sometimes I'm like, y'all really don't have to listen. Like it does. Like you really it's don't cool have to. People listen, but it's also like, mm-hmm. oh no, oh no, I need to watch what I say. It's like I really do. I know, I know. Oh, yeah. Say love you. I'll forget, and then I'll be reminded again. Yes, it's fine. I know. Yeah, and then all of our friends and coworkers that have um, expressed to us that they've listened, mm-hmm. we just appreciate it, and we just want to keep this going because we love it. We love it. Absolutely, it's fun. We have a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom said she was speaking to your mom. What? And uh, they were talking about how we just sound like we did when we were kids. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that means our moms were listening to an episode and we sound like we did as kids. Hey. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Hopefully we don't act like it. I don't know we that might. whole episode was listened to. I think it was probably a little sampling, but yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. goodness. Yeah. Welcome okay. back, everybody. Yes. Welcome back. Here we go. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, but we do we do have some good stuff planned this year, mm-hmm. especially around this time. Um, we're going to talk about you know twenty twenty three year in review here in a minute. Uh-huh. Yep. We're going to whenever award season starts, which it already has. I mean, we just had yeah. the Golden Globes. The Globes, yep. They were and the yeah. fashion was amazing. It was always oh. the movie Anderson in that dress. Oh my gosh! I know, beautiful. Beautiful queen. queen, queen. They were all there at the Globes. I feel like it was like uh, we haven't had an award show. Like everybody was there in the, in the last mm-hmm. few years. Mm-hmm. I think everybody uh, was there. Like everyone all the big was people there. Were there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The host was terrible. Joe Coy yeah, was awful. Was not. Awful. I don't think, I, I don't think he was a host. <laughs> I don't think he was either. I mean, the man <laughs> threw his writers under the bus in mid-monologue. Mm-hmm. Like, he knew it mm-hmm. was not going well. He was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't write that, those jokes. Some of these I wrote. The ones that are good, I wrote. I'm like, shut up. 
Like, no. throw those riders under the bus, dude. Wow. Way to go. Classy. Yeah. Can't. I can't. No. Uh-uh. You know, I knew I, about I him. I was, yeah. like, I thought, I thought the show was really, like, the show was great. He was terrible. Um, like, I've known about him since Chelsea Handler had her late night show. Uh-huh. Do you remember that? Uh-huh. Like, the comedian yeah. late night show? And yeah. He would be on there. And I always thought he was not just, funny. I don't know. Some comedians, you really click with them. You find them hilarious. Yeah. And some, you're just like, oh. Mm. Interesting I choice. Yeah, I just, just don't think he's that funny. Like, Mm-mm. I'm not a comedian. I don't write jokes, so I can't really say. But no, I'm just, I don't think he's that funny. And I know it's a uh, thankless job in a very high-pressure situation. Uh-huh. And it would be extremely uh-huh. hard to, like, pull it off lately. You know, well, but, I mean, Ricky like, Gervais got, got slammed when he hosted. He did. And he's Ricky Gervais. He won this I year. Know. I mean, but yeah. he, he, he just won. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's ironic. But um, I do too, totally. And he wasn't even there, which is so funny too. Like he won the award, he wasn't there. Uh, he was like, eh, "I'm not going to be bothered." No, I. I mean, I think he's hilarious. I love him. I think he's so funny. I love him. Yeah, but Tina and Amy will always be the best forever host of the Golden they Globes. Are the best. They, need they to knew host. They do. They knew how to and like they know how to land a line. They do. Their timing and they know how to, is impeccable. Timing's perfect. They're funny. Like their jokes are funny. They still have that like sense of fun roasting of all the people in the room, but they do it in in a way that's not like uh It's not hateful. It's no. respectful. Like they yes. know they know how to land a joke without making the person feel like crap. Yes. You know, or feel offended. They really yeah. do. Like you can mm-hmm. be funny without just being overtly offensive. Yes. And if you are having to be offensive to be funny, then you're not being funny, right? Sorry, you're just. I know. Like you, like there is a time and place for irreverent comedy, mm-hmm. but an award show is not it. Yeah. Yeah. He hopefully won't be asked back. He tried and. You know, you did your best. You did your best, but yeah, not no. a good sign when you when you uh, say, "I didn't write these jokes during mid monologue because you know you are bombing." You know you're pissing no. people. <laughs> you know you're pissing people off, so you're having to yeah. add that disclaimer. Yes, uh-huh. nobody's the Barbie joke. Like... The Barbie yeah. joke oh. wasn't funny. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Sexist is all get out. Like that's. Just terrible. Well, look, when you're bombing a show on, on national television in front of a bunch of just Hollywood elite, uh-huh. that's got to be embarrassing. Number one, yes. Number two, yeah. don't throw your writers under the bus. Yeah, so, that was the thing that got well, me. I was like, oh, that's so wrong, so wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wrote the yeah. good jokes. Other people wrote these bad ones that you're not laughing at. Come on. Come on. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. If you've been on Saturday Night Live, you should host the award show, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, and here comes Kristen and Will, who always do great funny bits at the Globes. And they did another great funny bit at this year's. And when they came on, you're like, why cannot? Why can't you have Kristen and yes. Will? And I know 
this is what y'all need to host. You need Kristen and Will. And I know, I bet a lot of people don't really want that job because it is a thankless job. You're just, you're mm-hmm. going to piss somebody off and, you know. Yeah. You, know, you can't and, make no everyone happy. No. But if you're making everyone uncomfortable. <laughs> and not laughing at the same time. Not laughing. Just not laughing. And that's painful to watch. It really was. <laughs> it's just like, oh, you could see the sweat different. forming on his forehead. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I feel for him to a point. I do too. Come on, like, ooh. <laughs> you yeah. can screen some of these before you try it out. Exactly. Uh, no. Yeah. Flat. flat. Totally. Yes, but overall, I thought it was a great show. I loved, like, most of the winners. Uh, It was fun. After he got off the stage, it seemed to, like, pick up a little bit. Everybody was kind of, like, tense while he was on stage, and then you could breathe when he left. You're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, presenters were funnier than he was at moments. You know, they had good banter back and forth. Kristen and Will, or... Tina and Amy, they would make amazing comments. They would. If they want to do that. I mean, they may be like, nah, I'm done with it. Yeah, I'm done that. I'm good. (laughs) I took that off my bucket list. (laughs) Yeah. But they were the best. They were the best. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, so this episode, Andrea, Mm -hmm. tell us what we're going to be discussing this is going to be a atypical episode for us that's right we're really so, excited about it yeah we're gonna just do our best of 2023 list our personal favorites mm-hmm. um <clears throat> that we watched that came out last year that we watched last year um i know some people i mean have told me they're like why don't y'all do new movies i'm like well yeah but we discuss you know, at the beginning of the pod, we discussed the newer stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to just get into our favorite newer stuff that we've watched last year. Yeah. So we're going to do TV. We're going to do limited series slash docu-series. Um, mm-hmm. And then our favorite movie, like our top five yeah. for each, right? Top five yeah. for each. Yep. And this is going to be right up there with the Roger Ebert list. Mm-hmm. I mean, see it on BuzzFeed. Yeah. That's right. It's gonna blow your mind these (laughs) these insights. (laughs) Our insights. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, well we're gonna see how it goes. We're testing this Mm -hmm. out, but you know it it's fun for us and um Mm -hmm. we do like newer movies. Um Mm -hmm. last year we were you know, definitely getting off the ground and just talking about our favorites and there were some yeah. newer picks, but definitely that's something that we're looking to do more of this year, yeah. I think. But you know. we still like the older movies and mm-hmm. we want to highlight them still. I mean, because mm-hmm. again, they're, I don't know. It's just, we had, we grew up in a great generation of, of movies and so we're still going to highlight and we're going to go over the months throughout the year, too. So, absolutely. anyway. Yeah. Well, absolutely. All so right, Shelly. Let's yes. get into it. 
Let's I do want it. to know. So we decided to pick our top five from each category. And then mm-hmm. when we came on and started talking, we both realized we had picked runners up for uh-huh. each category. So we're going to kind yeah. of go through those. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we, I know for myself, I have a lot mm-hmm. of movies that I did not get to in 2023. Yes. And then yep. I have a lot of movies I want to see this year that just look right. freaking amazing. A lot. Mm-hmm. And what I've noticed, Sandra, there's a lot of reboots and sequels from days of old. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. It will this get next to year. It, I'm mm-hmm. so stoked for the movies this year. I think I know which one that you are the most stoked for. I think I can guess, but Mm -hmm. I'll wait until you you get into those. You probably think it's right. But yes, there's (laughs) there's like a handful that I'm just Mm -hmm. like, oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. I know. Yeah. That's going to be interesting. It's a, yeah, a lot of sequels, a lot of just bringing back some older stuff uh, this Mm -hmm. next year. So, yeah. 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 All right, Shelly, shall you, shall we just like get into it? You want to go first? Let's get into you want to do it back and forth, back and forth? Ping pong. Let's do what I used to call in my classroom. Let's do a ping pong. I will yes. think, how about you say one, I'll say one, and then we'll just gotcha. go through the movies that way. So, yes. or I'm sorry, first we're starting with TV shows. Okay. So I want to know one of your top five TV shows from this past year from 2023 uh so tv or limited you want to do tv first let's do tv first okay so i guess i shall start with number five we'll start with five and then work our way to one you want to do that yeah yeah and it's really hard to like rank them it's so hard they're all so good (laughs) but yeah let's do it oh okay my number five is poker face Poker face, poker face. Yes, uh, Natasha Leone, murder comedy, um, kind of old school, bringing back the old school, like uh, I don't know, weekly whodunit, weekly detective, yeah, weekly whodunit. Mm-hmm. I I've said this before, and I I'm gonna confess, this is my number five too. <gasps> um, Are you kidding? Oh no. my gosh. <laughs> To me, she is a female Columbo. She She is is a female Columbo with a little more edge to her. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Great. She even like referenced that. I think this is why she she loved Mm -hmm. Columbo so much. And the actor, I am going blank with his name. I can see him. Um, But she loves him so much and loved the show so much that she kind of wanted to. Yep, Peter Fox. That's like one of her favorites. So she wanted to like purposely do something in that like realm, you know? So the show is so fun and it's so cool that you have it at number five too. I do. Look at us. Well, and she, Natasha, we, we stand Natasha. We love Natasha. Mm -hmm. She is one of our queens. Ultimate. She's so good at just being like, herself i don't know yeah. you know she's just her own character mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. way she handles each of these situations you just want to hang out with her and be your friend oh you know? yeah totally she's just so cool like i would cool. describe her as just like this cool uh totally unique individual presence on screen mm-hmm. 
that I always love. And the show just like showcased, she got to do so much in this and it was so much fun. And she just knocked it, knocked it out of the park. And it was so fun to see like who, what actors were going to be on each episode. What stellar actors were going to be on each episode. Mm -hmm. Just like huge actors. I mean, a big brat. I know. Following her. Like, yeah. Amazing. And the thing about her character in this, you really buy it coming from her. You know, she, mm-hmm. she is, you see her possibly doing mm-hmm. this, you know, like being a cocktail waitress, like absolutely. Oh but, yeah. You know? Yes. Driving yeah. around in that car, it, it just stopping off and working little odd jobs. You can totally buy it. Totally. That's the kind of personality she has. That's right. She's like the every woman slash you're so different, but I want to be you like mm-hmm. type of person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's great. I love that one. It's, it's a on fun Peacock. show. It's on Peacock. Yep. Um, and every episode is different. You uh-huh. know, there's a common theme. Uh, mm-hmm. She, it starts in the first episode, but then each episode is different. And just the guest stars on the show are phenomenal. Just oh, phenomenal. it's just, I mean, like Cherry Jones is, Cherry Jones and like Nick Nolte were in like my favorite episode of the season. That I episode think it was, was, it awesome. gives me goosebumps. I know. It is episode, a work of art. Episode eight, I think. Mm-hmm. I looked that up today. I was talking to a coworker about Poker Face and I was like, just wait till episode eight. Like, ugh, so good. It's so good. So I good, know. so it, it just really good in a lot of indie actors, but then a lot of big, big names yeah. too. Yeah, um, that you don't expect, and you're like, Oh my god, I can't believe they're on this. It's amazing. Like Joseph Gordon Levitt, like came back for an episode, like Greta, also Greta Lee. She's yeah, that episode may be my favorite because I just, mm. yeah, it is yeah. not the Joseph Gordon Levitt you expect. Mm-mm. Nope, you know. Was Greta Lee so, in that episode too? Um, uh, she, I will talk about her with when we do the movies. Um, hint, hint at a favorite movie yes. of mine. Yeah. Yes, she was in that one. Yeah. That one was Joseph. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That was good. It's, it's a good one. They're all good. They're all good. They're all different. It's, it's a Ryan Murphy, right? Is it Ryan Murphy? Hold, I, think I, it. I think it's is it Ryan Murphy or Ryan Johnson? Ryan Johnson, yeah. Ryan, Ryan Johnson. Johnson. You're right. Because he did like Knives Out and the yes. second Knives Out. And yeah, it's yes. her and him kind of teamed up. It's Ryan Johnson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which yeah, I like him. Simon Helberg. Simon Helberg is in it. I mean, Adrian Brody's in the first episode. Um yeah. Tim Meadows, uh, the episode with Tim yeah. Meadows, that one was good. <laughs> yeah. He's underrated, I feel like. Uh, oh, yeah. But yeah. yeah. It, so, number five for us is Poker Face. We could talk about it all day. Andra, That's what off. is your number four pick? Okay. Oh. Okay. See, I've got two that I'm like could switch out for different oh. spots, and I'm like deciding that right now if I want to switch um, these two out. But I'm gonna go with somebody somewhere as my number four. 
This is HBO. This HBO. Andrea turned me on to this, yep. this show. It's so mm-hmm. good. It's on my runners up list. Yep. I'm going to put one of these I had listed on my runners up, but I love somebody somewhere. It's Bridget Everett. Um, is the star she's a she's been a comedian i think for a while and i think this is her first like starring role um jeff hiller's in it mike haggerty murray hill um i love that hold on um and it's directed by mike duplass right yes duplass uh production duplass brothers got this going and on the ground but anyway if y'all haven't watched it it's a show on hbs it's got two seasons um it is just really about like small town life she has to go back uh to move back to her kansas like small town home um her sister's passed away so it's just like family uh she's got a sister still there parents are still there but health you know it's like so real and relatable it's just real one of the most relatable shows and it will tug at your heartstrings yes it it gives you goosebumps it makes you feel so good like it does just the story is amazing yeah and you're you will laugh you'll cry um i love there's so much queer representation in it in this small kansas town that i love when queer representation happens and it's portrayed in like a real town it's not like new york or la um but there are queer people that exist in middle america small mm-hmm. town you know and i love the leader of, a, of an agricultural yes society you know just like not something yeah. you would expect uh, right yeah very realistic and i very so good it is and they find community, they find chosen family. That's, I mean, it's uh-huh. trans representation, lesbian. I mean, it's just gay guy. I mean, best friendship between the two main characters and their relationship. It's just so dang good. I love it. And if you haven't watched it, again, HBO, two seasons, very quick watch. It's coming back for a third. Yeah. So. And I can't yeah. wait. I, even it, like, there's a lot of themes there. Mm-hmm. family a lot you know trying to fit in with your family when you feel like an outsider mm-hmm. grief yeah grief. you know just mm-hmm. all of it, all of it. All overcoming of it. your own demons like yes Bridget Everett yep. is, I think she's amazing she's also amazing. To have, she is amazing and to have her as a lead of an HBO show is just groundbreaking I think it I love makes it. my heart happy. yes yes it's amazing she, I mean, she is out there and she is like such a presence too in this show. Like uh-huh. she's so good. And a voice. So good. That is amazing. Yes. There's some amazing music in the show. Yes. So good. There is. Because she can sing and that's part of the storyline. It's just like getting her voice back, you know, uh-huh. uh, overcoming that fear again. Uh, yeah. Jeff Hiller. And Jeff yeah, Hiller. Good pick. Got so it. funny. Such a good show. Yep. Thank you, Shelly. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, what's your yes, yes. My number four is shrinking. Mm. Um, with yes. um, <laughs> Harrison Ford, um, Jason Siegel, 
yep. and just a slew of amazing people. Love uh, it. Oh, what's her name? Hang on. Jessica. Yeah. Jessica Williams. She's hilarious. Yes. Uh, yes, yes. And it's written by any Ted Lasso fans, which mm-hmm. Ted Lasso. Um, yep. Jessica Williams, yes. Yep. But it's written by Brett Goldstein. Mm-hmm. And I watched um I watched a little interview actors on actors with he, he was talking to Theo uh, Theo James. Oh yeah. And he was talking about how he um how he he got Harrison to he, he said I was just I, I thought maybe a Harrison character kind of guy. And he, he said he read it and invited him over for dinner. And he was like, This is the funniest thing I've ever read. And he's like, I'm shrinking my script. So anyway, yeah. it's I love that it show. Is so good. Love if it. you haven't watched it, it's on Apple TV. It is amazing. Just kind of like somebody <sighs> somewhere. It will yes. tug at your heartstrings. It yep. will make you laugh. You will cry. Yes. Um, there are imperfect mm-hmm. people in this mm-hmm. in this show yep. represented in a great way. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It is, it is I love it. Too. <laughs> it's I my runners it. up. It almost made my, t- I was like, I kept putting it in and then I would switch things out because this is one of my top favorites of the year mm-hmm. too. I love mm-hmm. it. I, You know, it's so hard sometimes for a first season show to pull off the like, I want to hang out with these people feeling, I just want to live in mm-hmm. this world. You know, what great TV yeah. does is you just want to be with it. Like you feel like you could mm-hmm. be with them and you just want to watch them as much as you can and they pulled that off within like the first episode it was like okay i love these people i love them yeah they're they they make really unlikable people likable because they yes. make them pretty relatable uh, they do i mean the first jason siegel's character in the first episode mm-hmm. you're like what the hell is wrong with you bro but yeah. you really start to you you know they're mm-hmm. they're good about peeling those layers back and then adding in some stuff like it's definitely mental health with men i really mm-hmm. appreciate that yeah in this mm-hmm. um especially with people of color and yeah with with men and and with mm-hmm. trying to impress what you feel on others and how that mm-hmm. doesn't always i don't know it is a wonderful show and it hilarious. Is. Yep, agreed. I love it. And that's also coming back sometime, um, I don't know, within this next year, maybe not, probably twenty twenty. Not soon enough. Yeah. Not soon enough. But it is, I mean, you've got freaking Harrison Ford playing a psychiatrist. And yes. he's amazing. I know. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. I like seeing Harrison Ford play... Like the, um, he always is kind of like the curmudgeon. straight guy, the curmudgeon, but yeah. throwing a little comedy in there. The I like man. seeing yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. His delivery yeah. and just his, mm-hmm. his relationship with Jason Siegel's daughter, kind of like grandpa vibe. Yeah. It's so heartwarming. It is. Just so heartwarming. Yes. It's really and it, good. And, it, it, and there's also really good male representation of like mm-hmm. positive. Mm-hmm. male influence yes uh, and I, yeah. I like that me too i like that too there needs to be more of that i mean i think ted lasso did that uh perfectly mm-hmm. too i think you know coming from brett brett goldstein and that world just 
showing men having feelings, talking about their feelings, diving into being those open feelings, about their feelings, being open about it, being able yes. to be weak in front of each other because you're human. Yeah, um, that's right. Class is yeah. on my runners up list. It, that was a hard yeah. one. I know. Um, <clears throat> Mm-hmm. God, that's yep. such a, that's what I'm going to miss is Ted Lasso. I know. But, uh, I know. Brett Goldstein is a great writer. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of y'all who don't know who Brett Goldstein is, he played Roy Kent in Ted Lasso and he yep. was one of the writers on Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he really did a good job with this show. Uh, he's a writer and a really kind of a comedian, first and foremost. And I think like yeah. Ted Lasso, he was shocked that they actually wanted him to like be an actor on the show. Uh, so it, you would never he know great. that he's not. He's fabulous. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. And it's kind mm-hmm. of like Harrison, you know, mm-hmm. that straight curmudgeon, that straight man act. Like, yeah, you got the goofy guy, and then he was—he mm-hmm. was definitely the straight man to Jason Sudeikis. Wacky, yes, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. and just genius. Really, I know. Yeah. Great pick, Shelly. Again, that's one of my favorites of the year, too. I just kind of missed out on the top five. It's in my top ten, for sure. It's hard to choose a top five when you've got such amazing shows. I know. Such amazing shows. I know. It's hard. Some of my runners-up, I'm like, this. it's hard to say it's a runners-up. I know. Yep. I know. This is the this is the uh, task that we've been handed, Andra. We it's have right. to do this. Or we have to. It's really it's someone's got to do it. It's hard. And it's hard. It's, hard. it's very hard. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What's your, what's number, number three? Number three. Number three. Oh, six action number three. So you know, so if you look I've at. Shelly, you're going to just put that on your list that you're going to get to. I know. I haven't had the time or the energy to spend on it because I know I'm going to go into a rabbit hole. Yep, but you I will. know it's amazing. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Go. Okay. Succession. If y'all live under a rock, you've probably heard the show, heard of people talking about it. It ended this last season. It was its final season. It just won all the Golden Globes for the TV awards. Um, it'll probably win all the Emmys for its last season. It's well-deserved. You know, I really fought, like, not watching this show. This was one of the okay. shows that I was like, yeah, I'm not going to watch this. Like, why, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what I was you know? doing, but now that everyone's yes. like, I need to watch it, I'll just watch it. Yeah. I, I, I know I'm going to love it. Yes. It's really hard not to. It's just, you know, if y'all don't know, it's about a family. You could, a lot of people compare them to like the Murdochs that own like an empire, pretty much like Fox News and a lot of other stuff. Or just like, you know, like Amazon, uh, a family like that, that just are billionaires that do not live in reality. They're out of touch with reality. They're out of touch. Oh, very. Uh, the show is very Machiavellian. It's very Shakespearean. It's just like you don't quite like the tone of the show really is satire. And I think a lot of people, it took them a while to like catch on to the tone of it. Like, yeah, they're actually kind of like making fun of people like this. This is the show. And but it's still exposing them, really. Oh, yeah. Totally exposing them. 
And so the story goes is the the Brian Cox plays the did I get that right, Brian Cox? Uh -huh. Um yeah. Um he plays the father who's, you know, the the patriarch of the family and he's got three children. Um played brilliantly by like Sarah Snook, uh Kieran Culkin and um I'm Why just not? going blow I mean yeah, she, he just she beat Helen she Mirren out. She did. She's so deserved. Style. I know. Yeah. Um. Anyway, it's it's just every episode is just like a master class in writing and acting, and you just get sucked in. So, final season. You know, a lot of final seasons kind of like don't land the plane, and the finale uh -huh. sucks, and you're like, oh, why did I like waste my time on this? But uh -huh. Succession. Did not do that. It landed the plane. Great final season. Um, anyway, HBO. They did not pull a Game of Thrones. Thankfully, I was I not think pissed HBO off. Knows. Yes, HBO like, knows they have to do it right after that. You gotta. You cannot like pull another Game of Thrones. You just can't. So they didn't. It's wonderful. I will miss it. Um, that was like a Sunday night, you know, HBO appointment TV. Um, so there it is. My number three. My number That's an three. excellent number three. Yes. Um, Shelly, what is yours? My number three is The Bear. Mm -hmm. With um, yep. mm -hmm. Jeremy Allen White. And yep. let me get her name because I never say it right. Hang on. I'm sorry. I know. I never see me typing on my computer. Ayo Edaberry. Ayo Edaberry. And did you did you watch her reaction to his Calvin Klein ads? To her reaction to what? Uh, to Jeremy Allen White's Calvin Klein ads. Oh no, I didn't. <laughs> so, like, two presenters presented okay. her with like a picture of him and Calvin Klein, which yeah. Well deserved. I know that broke. It well broke deserved. the internet. Yes. And for a good reason. Anyway, <laughs> um <laughs> straight women but straight, um, straight women and gay men are like, oh face, my gosh. Her face said it all. She just she was just like deer in the headlight and then she she just kinda like glanced away and she's like, I can't talk <laughs> about this. He's my coworker. I can't. Yes. And yeah. they were like at a group interview and another presenter like brought out a huge printout of one of the photos and she got it and put it away she's like no this is okay that's my boy i love her she's so funny she is great and she just seems her. she's another one of those that seems very real relatable real yes. down to earth funny unexpectedly mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. and i just I love this show because Me too. Uh, it really shows the grit and hard work of people trying to make it in the restaurant industry. Yep. And uh, yep. just really, yep. I, I love how it showcases the different characters on the show. Yeah. Um, yep. Because the cousin, you hate him, but you love him. You know, there's some uh, really frustrating qualities about some of these characters, but they also have redemptive qualities. Yeah. And the the cast is just stellar. 
Stellar so cast. good. Such a great uh, ensemble cast. Um, uh-huh. Shelly, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you this. The bear is my next, it's number two for me. So okay. it's number two for me. So you're talking about it, and that's my next pick, number two. Well, yeah, I mean, and, and let's get it, let's get into it because let's do. I didn't know if I would like it. Uh-huh. I was Me like, neither. Oh, we go with another. Yeah, but it, it's it's got heart, and I I appreciate the exploration of grief. I appreciate yep. the mm-hmm. the you know um what word am I looking for? Um, the way they represent you know, somebody struggling to just get through. And, and yeah. like with um, mm-hmm. Ao's character, mm-hmm. her just trying to get this off the ground and, and being scared that it's not going to make it because she's already yes. had something that she put her right. heart into and like and failed. Yep. failed. Mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah. And yep. just, it's yeah. very, very relatable and so authentic. You know, it is in the way it's shot. Like, I feel like, you know, the first season, I feel like had a lot of very stressful episodes. You just felt like mm-hmm. you were in the restaurant kitchen uh, for some of the episodes. And sometimes with me, like if I'm like, if that's overstimulation, I'm like, you know, it bugs me a little bit. Um, but they found a right, a really great balance for the second season. They toned that down just a little bit. And like the most chaotic episode was definitely in the family, like Christmas, which had like chaotic. every, like, you're like, oh, there's Sarah Paulson playing cut, like another oh, there's cousin. Bob there's, there's Bob Odenkirk playing a jerk uncle. J- uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is the mother. Jamie like, Lee. come on. Yeah. John Mulaney out of nowhere. Like John just Mulaney? random yeah. people. I know. It, it, random yeah. amazing people. Yeah, like, and, and just all of her yeah. plot being a a regular oh, yeah. on it. I oh, think I she's another underrated actor because he's, he's really good at being just kind of like mm-hmm. that asshole that'll say whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's great as an uncle. Great. Oh yeah, he's so good. I think this is like one of his best roles. I think he's so mm-hmm. good in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, great pick. Well, and the actor that plays Shane. Um, not Shane. I'm sorry. The actor that plays the brother. Um, oh, John Bern Berenthal. John Berenthal. John Berenthal. Yep. He played Shane in um, Walking Dead. And oh, okay. Those. Did you watch Walking Dead? No, that's one I haven't I, I watched. Didn't, I didn't think it was up your alley. I will. I, I mean, did not I would like watch him it. In Walking Dead. His character is not my favorite. So uh-huh. to see him in this character, I really liked it because it's it's different. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I don't know. I, I think it was really good. I think he did a yeah. great job. He's fabulous. Just great. Yeah. Just great. And Jerry Shelley. Ellen White, I think, is a, is a genius. I've loved him since so genius. Yeah. And that was one of the reasons why I was like, hmm. Are you just doing another Shameless because this is a Chicago, uh-huh. like Shameless was very Chicago. Yeah. The Bears also set in Chicago. And I was like, well, he's see in the preview. I was like, are you just doing another lip? Uh-huh. Uh, what is this? I was very hesitant to just jump on board. But then, you know, 
you can't ignore everybody saying that this is just like the best show sometimes. So, you know, you got to check it out. And mm-hmm. I'm glad I did. Mm-hmm. I did. Um, I will be ready for it to be back. That's another like world that you just kind of want to, again, like what good TV does is you want to just and be a part of yeah. Live. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's exactly. a concrete. Yeah. Exactly. You want to yeah. be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, that was so, my number two, Shelly. So what's your so number, my two? number two? My number two uh-huh. is The Last of Us. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Is that your number one? Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. Can we talk about The Last of Us? <laughs> yes, please. Let's talk about The Last of Us. I'm Let's surprised my number one is not on your list. So we'll talk. But we'll get there. Um, um, I'm ready the to last hear of us is yeah. a freaking work of art. I think it is a movie every episode. Yep. The I yep. can't talk about Pedro Pascal. <laughs> I love it so much. Did you see them at the Globes, the the Last yes. of Us table? Yes. Yes, I and did. That I is the table it. I want to sit at. Same. Same. They just feel like a family, and they feel like mm-hmm. so cool. Pedro is just yeah. like so different than his character in this show. Um, Pedro is really kind of giving me like he. I think he is in his like daddy, uh, gay guy he's in his boy. daddy phase. He is. He and is he's in fabulous. his daddy phase, and he is just yes. like this is who it. I am. Yep. This is who I am. And his fashion mm-hmm. works. He came with a sling on his arm, and he looks better than many of those men. Let me just yes. say, Pedro can yep. pull off anything. He could show mm-hmm. up in a full body cast, and I would still think he looks hot. Yeah, and he I had know. he had on his fingernails, ouchie, painted <laughs> on his fingernails. Yes. How yep. can you not love a man like that? I know. He's so comfortable in his skin, and I love it. And I, love I also it. love that he has a trans sister that he is 100% supportive of. And mm-hmm. I think he's queer himself, too. So I just, like, I love it. I think he's very it. fluid. Mm-hmm. I think he's very fluid and doesn't yep. really put a label mm-hmm. on himself, and I love that. No. Nope. Nope. Did you know that her, Jim and Sarah, pa- Sarah Pawson are, like, really great friends in real life? Did you know that? Right here. Do you want to be in that text conversation? Me Can too. you join that group, please? Yes. Can you imagine? No. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like he's very similar to his character, a much nicer version mm-hmm. of his character that he played on Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Fluid. Yep. I think so. I think so. Uh, yeah, The Last of Us, I don't know how they did it, but every episode was like, a, again, it was like you followed um, you followed the two characters throughout the season, but each, you know, episode was in a different setting and different characters, but except, I mean, episode three will forever be oh. a favorite of mine. Balled my eyes out. Beautiful. Oh, just... Just perfect. amazing. It's and then the next episode, it is. And then the next episode, you had the deaf, the deaf kid, the brothers. Oh. Like they followed it up with that, and you're just like, oh my gosh! No. Every episode, 
you you met new characters, but you like how did they make you care about them each episode? And they were brand new. The characters. writing on this show is insane. Yeah, I mean, yes, the video game. If you've ever mm-hmm. seen, I've watched some YouTube videos of the video game, and it's mm-hmm. pretty amazing. To take a video game like that and make it into a movie like or a show like this, where each episode is like its own movie, yeah. that's that's insane. The the writing and yeah. like from the very first episode, you, mm-hmm. his daughter, who you only yeah. see in that episode, yeah. Tandy Newton's daughter, by the way, that's it, she's right. just yeah. so good, and you fall in love with her. It, it breaks your heart. I know. I you know. know. And yeah. Then little Bella Ramsey just coming out uh, like powerhouse. Can, can we talk about her? Can we talk about her? I I have never been more impressed Mm-mm. with a young actor. So if she is like this generation's Anna Paquin and just like yeah. she doesn't mm-hmm. yeah. care. She's far above those yes. her age. And so oh, yeah. 40 years older than her. <laughs> yes. Like she'll act circles around like some 40, 50 year olds still uh-huh. that have been in the business a while. Like uh-huh. she's incredible. She's incredible. And her and Pedro, uh, their chemistry together, just both of them together. Uh, what a duo. Just kiss. What a duo. Yes. It's, well, it it was my number she, one. Yeah. She is insanely confident. And I, I yeah. have a lot of respect for that. I do too. And you know what? She's also just very fluid and gender, like queer, uh-huh. like she's uh, gender fluid, queer. And she started uh-huh. a like clothing line for young people that uh, are the same as her. It's just very um, fluid, like a clothing well, line for trans yeah. people and just like gender non-binary, non-conforming people. And I love that. I really do. Um, I think that's why I just like I just you hear my frustrating everybody. I can hear. It. <laughs> I didn't hear it. I'm sorry if you can. Um, uh-uh. So I, I love dishes. her. You do, you will have clean dishes after this, but I really can't hear it. I can't hear it. So well, that's good because I sure can't. Don't fret. Uh, I will not. Yeah, I think she is. She is going to be like she already is a star, but. She's just going to get better the more work she I does. So. And yes, her role in this, she acts it perfectly because Pedro, I feel like, is the absolute opposite of how he is in real life mm. on oh, the yeah. show. And yes. she's very good at like just being that obnoxious teenager. Mm-hmm. And it, it, you love her. You love her. Yeah. And by that end, that, that episode where she was <sighs> stuck at the, um, the awesome. cult hospital well oh, the, cult the cult and escaping that and then the hospital <gasps> ah yeah i just it, the show is just so on it's just like edge of your seat each episode care about the characters it's action-packed it's got heart um it's everything you want in a tv show and that was the the show that i was most obsessed with this year i believe uh, but of course, I have my runners up. Uh-huh. But Shelly, we need to get to your number one. That was my number one. My number one, I'm really surprised, is not on your top five. My number one is Yellow Jackets. Oh my gosh, with, it's my runner ups. It's my runner up. Some just freaking amazing women. How? You can't go wrong with 
a plane crash. Mm-mm. Some awesome ladies from the 90s. I know. I love it. The study so in the much. 90s and today, a murder yep. and cannibalism. Like, you just can't go wrong with it. It's <laughs> always going to pique people's interest. And I yes. don't know how many times I brought up cannibalism last year. A lot. <laughs> it's because of these movies. These it's because shows, of right? Yellow Jacket. Yes. It's because of Yellow Jacket. But it's, uh, it's amazing. It's it's a great, it is amazing. great show and a story that's just like so bizarre, I know. but it works and you are hooked every episode. Mm-hmm. You have to know yep. what's going to happen next. And it's like it the keeps... mystery, it just deepens. Like the, the uh-huh. more you get into it and you think there's, some, uh-huh. you know, it's like there's some supernatural elements to it too uh-huh. that, kind of have like a horror feel to it throughout a lot Absolutely. of the episodes. Um, Some Shelley, episodes was, really do uh, play like a horror movie. And yeah. it, I think that's why I really love this show because they go there. They do go there and I love it. And I, it was really painful for me to not put it like, I really like lost sleep over this. I really did. I get it. No, I, I, I just wanted to put, Ted Lasso on my list, but I couldn't agree with these. Yes. Shelly, what are the other, like, more about Yellow Jackets? Do you have, like, well, I mean, are just the, I mean, the actors are amazing. You've got, Mm -hmm. um, you know, Juliette Lewis, Mm -hmm. you have, um, Christina Ricci. I know. Um, (sighs) so, I mean, Christina Ricci is, this is one of also her best characters, and she's had a long career, but she plays she Misty has. so Lansky. good. Melanie Lensky, yep. I think, is just mm-hmm. another that is very underrated, but yep. can deliver. You know what I mean? She just really, yep. I mean, we've talked about her with mm-hmm. Beautiful Creatures. We've talked about her with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's fabulous. Um, you have a lot of amazing younger mm-hmm. uh, actors. New generation. Jackson's of White Brown, I feel like it's really up and coming. I feel like yeah. she's going, and we've seen her in the Scream, the newer Scream movies. Mm-hmm. She's in this. Um, mm-hmm. Samantha Hanratty mm-hmm. is amazing. Liv Hewson yep. and uh, Sophie Thatcher. Mm-hmm. Really amazing up and comers. Yeah. I I think all of them could potentially just be like big, big, big deals well, and have a like future ahead of them. I um, I read somewhere that two of them uh, are going to play in a movie together, and I think they're playing like girlfriends. Uh, but I will have to get Jasmine back on that news. No, Blue? it is the one playing they're gonna make a movie together and it's um the one that plays young shauna and the one i don't want to spoil anything but she played shauna's best friend in the show too anyway Uh, i'll I'll get yeah i don't want to get off track on that one but yeah great number one yeah, and we're already at almost an hour here, so I guess we can speed this up. I guess we got to speed what, it up. Yeah, what were, what were some of your runners up? 
Okay, so definitely Yellow Jackets is like right there. It, uh-huh. it, I mean, it's it's on my list. I loved it. I I love. Um, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel ended um, their last season. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I love that show. I loved every season of the show. I thought they ended the show so well. Um, I just I feel like sometimes shows. This is my theory. Of course, this is my theory. But shows about women sometimes get propped up really quickly, and they're like, "This is the best show, first season, amazing." And then if they have like a couple of episodes that are like some people don't like in the second season, then everybody just drops it and they just stop Uh talking about it. Well, I we watched it continuously, and I think the last two seasons, like there's five seasons. Um, I just think it was continuously great. It's it's Gilmore Girls creators. It's if you liked Gilmore Girls, um, which again I am going blank on the name. Why am I going blank on this? Um, yeah, Gilmore Girls creator Shelley, who did it? Who created it? I can't it? think of I'm, the name. Amy Sherman Palladino. Thank you. There we yes. go. Amy Sherman Palladino. Amy Sherman Palladino. Exactly who yes. Yes. Anyways takes place new york 50s it's a beautiful show everybody should check it out it's on prime it's hilarious it's fast-witted the fashion it's, is impeccable the fashion is amazing and there's so many frames in this show that i'm like could pause that and i'd hang it up on my wall it's a work it of is art. beautiful yes it is isn't tony so, shalhoub her dad yes and he had a monologue in this last season that made me cry and i was like this monologue should have been in stuff way before. It was just like a dad discovering um, that he has underappreciated, undervalued, just completely missed the mark on his daughter because he had a son too. And so he placed all his uh, faith and hope into a son that was going to be something. Meanwhile, he just took for granted like the daughter that he had and that, Uh Um, daughters can do things too daughters can do things too and he had this monologue at a table full of men and I was like oh my god this is incredible yeah a lot of these shows I'm going to have to be emotionally ready to watch yes but you're going to laugh Marvelous Mrs. Maisel it is about a woman in trying to make it in the comedy world stand up comedy world okay like you, you said, it. yes, <laughs> yes. It's it's great every season. Um, okay, so quickly another runner-up, Heartstopper, which is a Netflix show about uh, queer teens in England. Wonderful, amazing, so cute, so heartwarming. It's on Netflix. Check it out. Uh, Righteous Gemstones, hilarious. It's on my list. Continual favorite. Only the murders in the one. building. The bomb. Yes. It was the bomb. I almost put it in the top five. I almost put only murders in the building in the top five. I love this past uh-huh. season, season three. Had Meryl Streep, Queen Meryl. It was very Broadway centric, like creating a Broadway show with Meryl Streep um, playing a character with Steve Martin. March. I mean, come on, Selena Gomez. Yes, you thank you. With Steve so, Martin. You cannot go yeah. wrong with those two. You cannot. Paul Rudd was in this past season yeah. as a Broadway as no a more. big star. Yeah. It was great. Say no more. It was great. 
Um, and then another show called Julia, I'm going to mention, is on HBO. Yeah. It is about Julia Child. Um, oh, actress that I love. Her name is Sarah Lancashire. She's a British actress who, there's a show that we, this is also a runner-up. It's called Happy Valley. It's a British crime show. Three oh, seasons. Happy Valley, and I love it. Yes. She plays Julia Child. It's like unrecognizable. I've seen Julia, but I haven't seen the show. Like, I haven't watched it. I've seen it yes. in passing, but yeah, I will watch it. Two seasons. So good. It's another world that you want to exist in. Um, amazing. So, okay. Yeah, and Harley Quinn, I mentioned that on so our good. last Harley Quinn, the, the animated show, hilarious, the best DC thing they've ever created because they Can make fun of themselves. Again? Okay, Shelly, I made a mistake last. Um, you said, I think you mentioned Julian Bell, and I said, oh, uh-huh. she's a voice. No, Lake Bell is the voice of Harley Lake Quinn. Lake Bell. She's the voice of Poison Ivy. Kaylee Cuoco is the voice of Harley Quinn. Okay. Gotcha. gotcha. Okay, Shelly, you're runners up. Let's go Real through Real quickly, I, um, I had Disenchantment. Mm-hmm. Um, I just watched all the seasons this year. I gotta watch but it. But I know this yep. this year was its last season. And amazing, amazing show. Mm-hmm. I'm into adult animation. Bob's Burgers is yep. probably one of my favorite shows of all time, which mm-hmm. is on my list because Bob's Burgers is freaking amazing. <laughs> yes. um, it's a show that you can watch mm-hmm. and rewatch. It's it will become a comfort yeah. show because it's mm-hmm. funny. Um mm-hmm. It's irreverent at times, but it also has really good themes. Mm-hmm. Um, great. And I'm gonna um, watch it. You have to. You will love it. My girl Abby's in my girl well, Abby's in it. And there's a lot of good queer representation in nice. that show too. Mm-hmm. Um Bob's Burgers, of course. I will mm-hmm. always tout Bob's Burgers. Yes. There is something for everyone in that show, and mm-hmm. it's just funny. Some of yeah. the episodes this past season were really heartwarming, and mm-hmm. you're just like, really? <laughs> but they really are. And um, yeah, it's a silly show, but it's not, I'm not a huge fan of super crass, like yeah. Family Guy is not my thing, American Dad. Mm-hmm. Like, there's some funny stuff in there, but Bob's yeah. is more tangible. It's not mm-hmm. so crass. Like, there's some yeah. stupid stuff in there, but it's like. More like what your weird 12-year-old brother would say. Because um, yes. there is yeah. a weird 12-year-old brother. <laughs> yeah. It constantly reminds me of my brother. Yes. Uh, another funny one that I really liked that I mm-hmm. thought was odd but hilarious was Jury Duty. Uh, and that's yes. Mm-hmm. Reality, it's, yep. it's staged reality. And mm-hmm. I just thought the whole concept was hilarious. And James mm-hmm. Marsden makes fun of himself the whole show by playing James Marsden as an arrogant actor. Mm-hmm. And you gotta love it. You gotta yep. love it. Um, we've been curious about that one. So we've, we've had it on our list to, to start it. Okay. It is ridiculous. Yep. Um, we talked about righteous gemstones. That mm-hmm. one is on my runners up list. Yep. Love it. Uh, Ted Lasso. Yeah, and it that was my really hard one that I was like, ah, because yeah, I followed that since the beginning. I think it's great. I think Jason Sudeikis yeah. is great. Hannah Waddingham is Ugh. phenomenal. 
I wish I looked like her. Oh my gosh. She's, she's like the most she's a, like, beautiful person. She's a goddess. She's she a is goddess. a goddess. Yeah. She is. Mm-hmm. Um just amazing, phenomenal writing. Um and Monarch. Monarch, oh, I started watching Monarch. in December with my friend, mm-hmm. and we were watching it. And uh-huh. it is kind of in a reality. It's on Apple. Mm-hmm. And it's in a reality where Godzilla ha- exists. Godzilla and other okay. monsters. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those I was like, oh, I don't know how to this. And he was like, yeah, we should watch it. And so we did. Yeah. It's really, really entertaining. There's great mm-hmm. representation. Great actors. You've got mm-hmm. Anders Holm. I love Anders Holm. He was in Workaholics with like Adam mm-hmm. Devine. John Goodman is in a couple episodes. There's Wyatt Russell who plays a young character, and then Kurt Russell plays the older character of him. Nice, mm-hmm. because they look exactly the same. <laughs> There's really um, good Japanese actors, and I feel really bad that I can't think of their names right now. Um, amazing, amazing show. And yeah, it, you do have to suspend your reality for a little bit. It's mm-hmm. an action show. There's giant fire-breathing yeah. monsters. Yes, yeah. But it also it goes back and forth in time, and it's mm-hmm. really well done. So cool. Um, I would recommend that one. Nice. Um, yeah. So yeah. Do you right. do you want to get into limited series and docs? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. All, All right, Shelly, you want to you want to go first with your number five limited I'll series go first with or my doc? Number five. Yeah. So my number five limited series is a Harlan Coben Harlan Coben novel made for Netflix. Uh, past several years, he's done several of these. And Richard Armitage, if y'all know Richard Armitage, he's one of the main characters in The Hobbit. He's a great British uh-huh. actor. He's always in these shows. Anyway, Fool huh. Me Once is the name of it. It was Fool a, Me Once. Yes, it was a book. And it's okay. about a woman who, it, it takes place in England. It's about a woman who, um, she was a captain in the British forces of some sort. Mm-hmm. She was a helicopter pilot. And there's scandal that plagues her. Anyway, she she retired. She married um, a very wealthy man in England. Mm-hmm. Richard Armitage's character, he, when we meet her, he has just, passed he just got killed we find mm-hmm. out that three weeks earlier her sister just gotten killed and so it's this mystery and you see her like she's got a little daughter with her late husband and her friend brings her a nanny cam because she has a nanny so she's watching the nanny cam one day and she sees her deceased husband on the nanny cam Wee. and it's like time stated as that same day so <laughs> rabbit hole all sorts of stuff going on. It's mm-hmm. bonkers bananas. I loved it. That sounds good. And I think I remember it popping up on my Netflix, uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. you know, feed as a suggested yeah. watch. So, yeah, I'm going to put that on my list. And my list. It's good. It's good. I liked it. Cool. Okay. My number five, Shelly. Um, is called Tiny Beautiful Things. This was a show on Hulu um, starring Katherine Hahn. You had Merritt Weaver. 
Quentin Clare, Tanzan, I know, Tanzan Crawford, uh, Sarah Pigeon, like some younger actors. Um, I didn't think I would like the show, but it is based on a Cheryl Strayed book who's, she's done like, you know, the, what was it? Gosh, I forget. Anyway. She did the one that uh, Reese Witherspoon was in. She wrote that book. Yes, 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 and yes. And this is like a wild, wild, right? Book. Wild. Yes. Wow. Uh, created by Liz Tegler, which I've I've liked everything that she's done. So I was like, okay, I'm going to give this one a shot. Um, so I found it very unexpected. I loved it. It's really about, it's really kind of about um, grief. And so you have to oh, be wow. really kind of ready to watch it. Um it's she kind of takes it like her marriage is falling apart they have a daughter um it's a mixed uh relationship so the daughter is a mixed um child and so that's kind of a storyline a little bit uh but also like the marriage is falling apart um but then she kind of goes into a whole like she starts writing a column an advice column it gets her Merritt Weaver plays her mom in like flashbacks. Um that she loses her mom. Yeah. Yeah. Plays her mom. No. Okay, I feel better. Yeah. Flashbacks. Yes. So they're flashbacks with Merritt Weaver. And it just goes into their mother daughter relationship. Um, losing a mother and then how that impacts your adult life. And you know, with grief still how grief is, you know, it's not, it's not like a one size fits all. It's not a linear all. process. Yeah. It's not a linear process. So yeah. it's very much about that. So again, it's, you gotta be in the right headspace, but I found the show, like, even though all that being said, they found ways to like throw a lot of comedy and like Catherine Hahn is like a great comedian. She plays that. She is. Um, so I, you know, it was very underseen, very little talked about. I loved it. Um, so that that's my number five. My number. That's a good one. That's a good number five. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So okay. I, I'm a documentary freak. Mm-hmm. Um, so I added documentaries to this because usually documentaries are in season. Um, yeah. One of my favorite documentaries this year was the Hillsong documentary. I thought it was oh, yeah. bonkers bananas, super mm-hmm. intriguing. Yeah. Very. I watched that you know, because of you, your suggestion. Very powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you have yep. been in any church like that, you can really understand and see. Oh, yeah what happened and it just it's very interesting to see how um money taints yep. um yes. the the whole celebrity uh, yep. the whole mm-hmm. celebrity of um worshiping God and just that whole mm-hmm. scene is very yep. interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah I found it very very interesting to watch and Mm -hmm. I would highly suggest it. Yes, it was good. I would suggest it too. 
Um, especially if you have like grown up in that kind of environment and gotten kind of away from it and removed a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, just bonkers. Like the, uh-huh. how um, these leaders of churches and pastors become these type of people. Moguls. And moguls. Moguls. Yeah. Business moguls, really making yeah. a business of the church and making mm-hmm. it a, a, the corporatization of it. And yeah, maybe we should maybe. tax churches. How about that? Like, should well, kind of be a thing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the rage will start swelling up. Uh, yeah, that's a great know. pick. Uh, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I can't. I can't. But that that one was. That was one that stayed with me for a while. Oh, yeah. Same. It stayed with me, too. Mm-hmm. Good, good pick. It's on Hulu, right? That was a Hulu it's on, doc. It's yep. on Hulu. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. What about right. number four? Okay, Shelly. Uh, my number four is Dead Ringers on Amazon. Okay, that's Prime. on my list to watch. Okay, this is, as y'all know, or you may or may not know, I kind of talked about it maybe a little bit. It's Rachel Weiss, um, who is, it's, Dead Ringers is based off of a um, movie back in the 80s, Cronenberg movie um, set uh-huh. in the 80s, but it's just gender swapped, and so it's it adapted from that. Um, she plays twin doctors, twin gynecologists. Um, it's batshit. Excuse my language. It just is weird. It's like she's going for it. You, Rachel Weiss can do anything. She's just incredible. She's, she's playing twins. You know, she's in scenes together playing the twins. Um, it, it's I don't really know. I'm not phenomenal when people I know. do that. I know. It's a dark show. It's very much about um, women's health care, so it's very relevant to our time. Um, And again, it's dark. It's crazy. It's not for everybody. I would never recommend. I would never recommend this show to just anybody. So just know that, like, going into it, um, it's it's fun. It's also fun, but it's very graphic. It's very dark. It's uh, it just goes there. It just goes there. So anyway, that's my I like shows that number go there. four. Me too. It's a good number four. Yes, um, thank you. My number four is another documentary. It's my last documentary on my top five. Um, uh-huh. And this one is more recent. It's the Love Has Won. Mother God, I was. Oh, I yep. was just my mouth was open the entire time. <laughs> I mean, she turned blue from drinking too much colloidal silver. Oh and my gosh! It's about a cult, obviously. Uh-huh. Um, the difference between this cult and other cults, it just feels like they weren't necessarily hurting other people mm-hmm. outside of the cult. Uh-huh. Um, but if you were in it, you were in it, and. it's really just a look at the interesting choices and we feel like um, rejection of reality, you know, Um, just if you want to be a hippie, great. Uh But this was another level. Um, (laughs) 
live your I life, man. Watch it. Live your life, mm-hmm. but just really see from the very first scene, you're just like, holy shit. They, there is a mummified, not a mummified, but a, a dead body. And these what? people have kept her, kept her in there. And like, it really oh just seems how now I have to watch this. blindly yeah. follow this woman. Mm-hmm. It, it, complete rejection of reality. Like I've never, like I have seen it. it it's a cult, mm-hmm. but it's, yeah, it's really interesting to see. like. The choices these people make and and why they make them, they've they've got these galactic guides in one of them. The biggest galactic guide that they always talk to is Robin Williams, and he's going to come back with the space. Wow, I've got to watch this. No, got to watch it. You've got to. It will blow your mind, and you'll be like, Okay. okay, maybe I'm maybe I'm doing okay. Yeah, I'm not great, but maybe I'm doing okay. Yes, I'm doing okay. That always makes you feel a little bit better. You just watch something like that. It makes me feel a little more sane. Yeah, you know, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. there's been times when I've questioned my sanity. Yeah, then I watch that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm okay. You know, I'm I'm okay. Yeah, I'm not praying to Robin Williams. You know, I know she was God. So they were just Ah, helping guide her back to her heavenly vessel. Okay, gotcha. I'm going to have to watch this. I've seen it on my, again, on my HBO screen. Like, I got to watch this. You have to. Okay. You have to. I'm putting it It higher on the list. Yep. Bump it up there. Bump it up. uh, What's your number three? My number three is another prime show. It is called Daisy Jones and the Six. Um, I've wanted to watch this one. Okay. This one is a good one. It's, okay, I'm going to say, quote, unquote, a fictional band, six members, one female lead singer back in the 60s, 70s. Who does that remind you of? Fleetwood Mac. Okay. Everybody's like, this has got to be about Fleetwood Mac. Um, Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. But, um. It's about a band. Yeah. It's about a band back then. It's about uh, the two lead singers of the band that have this very tumultuous, like, will they, won't they? They're both involved with other people. Relationships within the band. uh, The music industry. Riley Keough plays the lead, who she was incredible. I love her. She's Elvis's granddaughter, but. I think she's beautiful and she's saying, I mean, all, every actor in the show, they learned, they like were a band, you know, they played all the instruments, they sang the songs. But one thing that is very hard to pull off, I think, in shows like this that are fictional bands is to like write really good music and make it seem wow. like it could come real. from the 60s, uh-huh. like real, like this is a hit. And they did that. Like I've listened to the soundtrack. I mean, I have it on my playlist really great songs um just kind of like a little soapy but really kind of like done well um so yeah that's my number three so it's anyway. a good one i'm gonna have to watch it i've seen some things about it you'll have I to watch it. it 
It's another Reese Witherspoon like production. Like she's just killing it with these uh-huh. um, shows. Um, so it's like you again. It's a world that it's it's very like guilty pleasure watch that you're just gonna sit back, enjoy uh-huh. these beautiful people in this fictional band. So yeah. Okay, that's my number three, Shelley. Okay, my number. So this is our number two. Right. You're on two. Yep. Yep. Okay. You're on two. Now, I think this is a limited series. I don't think there's going to be a season two, but okay. platonic. Oh, gosh, dang it. Nope. Shelly, hold on. Is Shelley. it not limited? They renewed it. But they but renewed gonna... it. Yeah. But Shelly, keep it in your, um, keep it in your limited series. I'm going to keep it in a limited series because I thought it was yep. going to be just, you know, mm-hmm. I'm really glad they renewed it. They this did. Is one of my favorite shows this year. I think yep, mine too. Seth Rogen and Rose Byrne, their, their on-screen chemistry is yep. the best. Yep. I cried laughing. And I know, I me too. Because some of the scenes were kind of sad and mm-hmm. relatable, but <laughs> yes. it is one of the funniest shows Mm-hmm. on television it will it make you cry laughing it's it's the best i mean you just when I you am got so... up on that bar and did the the um yeah. kind of yeah. the ugly dance yes mm-hmm. i get it i, I love when it Ro- when rose Byrne decides to go back to work and she can't the painting and then she can't really like handle it's just uh, the the series, the sequence of events. Yep. Yep. Like, the choices. Yeah. I know. I'm really mad at myself that I did not put this in my, like, I, I'm putting that in my runners up because I love that show. It. I know. And I loved it. And it's in my it's runners hilarious. up for TV people. Yes. One of the funniest shows in the world. We'll watch it. And, and if not you, a limited series anymore. So there you go. That's right. I am like really, and I think this is a recent like announcement that they're going to do a season two. I don't feel like I'm living so far under a rock. Nope, nope, nope. Shelly, okay, my number two is a show on Apple called Lessons in Chemistry. This was another show. Took me by surprise with Three Larson, William, is it William Pullman? Um, Anyways, I, I talked a little bit about it. It's based on a book. It's a very popular book. Again, a very period piece. She's like, they're both brilliant chemists, but when she gets into like cooking, so it's very like the TV show Julia, um, like back set in the 50s, a TV show. Um, this show is also just about life. It uh, is so sweet, so heartwarming. Brie Larson, amazing job. I just, it took me by surprise too. Like I cried in a few episodes. It's just like heartwarming. Uh, the story, I, I don't want to like spoil anything for us. So I don't really want to like talk about it. Cause if I did, I would spoil stuff. Mm-hmm. So that being said, the story takes on like whole, like um, just more and more than you can imagine. It is on the surface. So. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful okay. show. Well, Beautiful. I'm going to have to watch it because I kept seeing that all over the place. 
And I yeah. love Brie Larson. I do too. And, and you know I love Bill Pullman, so I will love William Pullman. Yeah. You know what? His character um, in this show, just a fan. Like, we've talked about just fabulous male representation and just, like, uh-huh. a great um, character. Uh, his character just, like, I kind of, like, was like, oh, oh, I really like him. Like, wow. Anyway. So, yes. And he looks like his dad, Listen. which is another win. And he does look like his dad. Like, so much. It's amazing. Okay, Shelly. I feel like we might probably have the same. I don't know. My, well, yeah, we probably do. My number one is The Fall of the House of Usher. Is that your number one? Same. Yep. How can it not be? Great show. (laughs) I just can't even with Mike Flanagan and the cast. I know. Always delivers. Always. Always. These people always deliver. And uh, the different people that they put in with these cast members, mm-hmm. the writing is impeccable. Yeah. Die hard at Growl and Poe fan here. I love, mm-hmm. love, love the way they represented his different stories in the episodes. I yeah. love the way that Carla, I can't say it. Gugino? 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 Yes. She's phenomenal. Phenomenal. Uh, and it's just gorgeous. What a work of art each episode. The cinematography, the writing. Yep. It's brilliant. It is. You can't like I can't rave enough about this. It's like when you think uh-huh. that he can't get any better, he does the show and you're like, okay, uh-huh. you are a genius. Um, I love that he uses the same actors for each of his seasons. It's like a theater troupe, you know? It's just like... It's it's impeccable. Yes. And they all play such different characters each each show that they've done. Yeah. 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 Um, The Henry... um, Henry... Hang on. Hang on, guys. Um, Uh You know who I'm talking about. Yep, I do. E.T., man. E.T. E.T. Well, and first Greenwood. All right. Yeah. His stuff that I usually, he's usually a pretty likable guy. Mm-hmm. He's the dad character, you know? Yeah. You hate him in this because he's so oh, yeah. slimy. And yeah. um, Mary McDonald. Oh, my mm. God. I know. She's a queen bitch. And she Hold on. You yep. can totally buy it from her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Henry Thomas. Henry I mean, Thomas. First yep. of all, when Haunting of Hill House came out several mm-hmm. years ago, I was like, yeah. this is the best show I've ever seen in my life. I can't believe it's <laughs> no. so scary. I love it. Nothing will yep. ever be as good. Mm-hmm. Haunting of Bly Manor was good. Mm-hmm. And I love Turn of the Screw. Yeah. You know, by Henry James. Mm-hmm. It, it, it wasn't Haunting of Hill House. I love mm-hmm. the Midnight Club. It wasn't mm-hmm. Haunting of Hill House. I loved Mm-mm. Midnight Mass. Midnight Mass, yeah. But this this mm-hmm. rivals Haunting of Hill House for me. Yeah. It just has that terrifying layer. It's dark. Mm-hmm. It's de- diluted. Like, it's just <laughs> so good. Yes. Freaking love this show. Agreed. No, it. <laughs> no, go on. 
Yes. Like, I agree with everything you said. Um, I, like, ugh, had genuine scares again. The, uh -huh. But the, how they, how you said, like, how they weave Edgar Allan Poe stories into a, the broader story of the Raven um, and how that just, like, wove so well together throughout the season. Uh -huh. Um just like I just don't it's just it, the cinematography the way it's shot the acting everything about it is just so top notch it's just like it's genius it's genius it is genius it is. I mean you think of the cask yeah. of Amontadio and you're like oh that would be terrifying to be bricked up in a wall but then you look <laughs> yes. at the way that they do it I know and you're like that is actually terrifying Mm -hmm. and and the the telltale heart with the the jingling and mm -hmm. phenomenal phenomenal mm -hmm. and there, there are little there are little jump scares here and there like there mm -hmm. were in, in the original like in the haunting yeah. of hill house but mm -hmm. the the fear comes from the psychological damage oh yeah <laughs> i mean it totally. makes you think mm -hmm. and that is quality horror that's what Mike Flanagan does the best. He it's horror yes. on the surface, but it's always so much more. Uh -huh. um, you have to, you, it's a slow burn and you're mm -hmm. left thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Totally. Totally. Mm -hmm. I mean it really messes with your head too, like in a fun it way. Does. Um it really does. So best I mean the best show of the year in my book is called the house of Usher. It, it is and i'm surprised that there's not that they weren't more represented at the, at the globes i know it was like carly piece of work i feel like carly gugino possibly won like maybe she won an award for it or she's nominated maybe critics choice i mean there's something uh -huh. that she is getting recognized for um and um i saw an but interview with enough. her about it it's not enough. Um, she, you know, she's always like, I never do things that I get recognized for awards. So she's like, it's nice that, um, you know, somebody did recognize me for mm -hmm. this. And I, I love that the show like showcased her so much. Like I will watch anything that she's in. I will. Like, she's beautiful. Oh my gosh. Beautiful. She's stunning. But she's so talented. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right, Shelly, do you have a uh, runners-up limited series? I runners-up. I'm just going to kind of go through. Um, two of them Did are, are, are docs. Um, okay. The Curious Case of Natalia Grace mm -hmm. had me, like, enthralled. And then we okay. just heard from Natalia herself. Uh -huh. So if y'all haven't watched Natalia Speaks, that just came out. Mm-hmm. They're both on Max. I would definitely watch them. You got to watch the first okay. one, then watch the second one. Yep. Your mouth will be left open and you're like, I cannot believe this is real. Um, and then Jared from Subway. Oh, unbelievable. His his, oh, wow. Uh, it will make yeah. you, it will make your stomach turn. Yeah. But it's also really interesting to see how he, his legacy was dismantled mm -hmm. by his own doing. Um, yes. Yep. 
One show that I really liked on Netflix this year is based off a true story. Also, it's a, a, a the Watcher, and uh. um, it's about a family that moves into a house, beautiful house, mm-hmm. got a great deal on it, but they keep getting letters mm-hmm. from people saying it's signed by the Watcher, and that is an actual true story. Um, yeah, and it's really creepy. It's really yeah. creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was great, and then I don't know if this counts. But I'm going to make it count because I'm a nerd. Okay. <laughs> so, Doctor Who fam. Oh, yeah. Doctor Who has been going on for, I think we're going into 13th, 14th season of the reboot. And mm-hmm. um, it came back in 08. And my favorite doctor was always David Tennant. Mm-hmm. He, number 10. Doctor number 10. Mm-hmm. He was on for two or three seasons. Arguably that everybody's favorite doctor. Just mm-hmm. he just played it so well. You know, he he and Catherine Tate um did like a season together and they were phenomenal. Uh, Disney Tate. released around Christmas time, Disney released three Doctor Who specials starring David Tennant as the Doctor again. Uh-huh. And Catherine Tate as Donna <laughs> Noble. Uh-huh. And you Doctor Who fans, y'all will understand how freaking excited I was when I saw that mm-hmm. and they were amazing. They're amazing. And it, it's kind of one of those storylines that when it wrapped up, people were very sad. Yeah. It, it left people sad. Um, like yeah. it was very well written, but it was sad and mm-hmm. they kind of went back and fixed it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. it well, that counts. Yes, that counts. Thank you. And maybe they will, um, like, since there's so much fan love for it, that they're going to just maybe continue doing stuff like maybe. that, maybe? Maybe. maybe? I don't doing know. If they bring Matt Smith back, that would mm-hmm. be amazing. Yeah. So. Um, good pick, Shelly. I, I don't have any runners up. Like, this, uh, to me, it felt like a very slim, limited series year. Normally, it they're, was. like, my favorite, and there's so many. Um, there's a few coming, like, there's a few that I haven't got to that I really want to. Is Beef, I've heard, is amazing on Netflix. I they won, like, amazing. Golden Globes last, a few nights ago. Yeah. Uh, I love Ali Wong. I do, too. Stephen Young. I love them, and I want to watch it. And so I'm going to get to that one. Um, I know I'm late on that one, but also, like, I've heard the new season of Fargo is just incredible. That's on my that's on my TV wanna... list. I... Oh, yes. no, that's on my what to, what to watch list. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, the amazing. there's a new Feud series, you know, like Feud that came out about uh, Betty Davis and uh, – not Betty Davis. Mm. Ryan yes. Murphy's feud. Um, yes. Yeah, Betty Davis and... Uh, okay, anywho. John, there's John a second. Crawford. John Crawford, yes, thank you. I loved that. I loved it so much. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. There is a second season coming. It's called Capote versus the Swans. Have you seen the trailer for this, Shelley? Can I read you oh, the list of please. the actresses in this season? Okay. Naomi Watts, Demi Moore, Callista Flockhart, Diane Lane, Chloe Sevigny, sure. Molly Ringwald. And then Tom Hollander plays like Truman Capote. So again, this is based on a true story that happened and um, I'm there for it. I'm there. So that's coming, I think, soon. 
Tremendous one of my all-time favorite authors. I mean, yeah. just he and Harper Lee were good friends. Both yes, of them were yeah. two of my favorite mm-hmm. authors in the world. Mm-hmm. I have to watch it. I have to. Yeah. So that's coming. So those were my upcoming like limited series, I think. But yeah, True Detectives coming like maybe wow. next week. So ready for that one. It's on the fourteenth. I have that on my what to watch list. Okay. Well, yep. well, maybe we could do that next week. Yeah, maybe we can. We are. Should we get list of things that things I want to watch, things I didn't watch? I know. I know. Same. Yeah, let's. We can discuss Um, our what we're what we missed out on this next year or this past year. Maybe I don't know. Should we get into the movies since we're like the uh, movies? If y'all are still there, listeners, we're getting to our top five. We're getting to our top five. This is hard for me Mm -hmm. because I watched so many movies that weren't from 2023. I know. Same. Getting caught up from the plague years. Same. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. What what was your number five? All right. I love my list. It it was hard for me, but I, I ended up loving this list. My number five is Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Uh, directed by Kelly Freeman Craig. If y'all haven't watched this movie, you need to watch it. Uh, if you loved the book growing up, Judy Bloom book, you will love this movie. It's such a great adaptation. Rachel McAdams plays the mom. Um, she does an incredible, like, I feel like she should get nominated for this role. And I, like, I'm reading a bunch of stuff, you know, the year in list, and people are putting it on, like, the, their best of are like the most underrated movie of the year. Like, why didn't well, this movie do, do better. better? Because it's amazing. It's such a great coming of age story um, that everybody can watch. And it's just brilliantly adapted from the book. And so I loved it so much. I, you know, it's touching. I cried. It's about family and the complications. Mm-hmm. And then it's about adolescent girl growing up. Come on. Like, it's just incredible. We can relate to that shit. Yes, we can. <laughs> so that was my number five. If you haven't watched it, I don't know where it's landed streaming-wise. That may be another reason why, because sometimes that's so confusing as to where these movies go. Like, where is it? Uh-huh. Can uh-huh. I watch it somewhere for free? Or, you know, what? I, where is it? Anyways, uh-huh. if you find it, watch it. It needs to pop up somewhere on the major streamers. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Time. That's my number five. That's my number five. I say it's a good one. I need to watch it. Yes. You'll Um, love it. You'll love it. My number five is a Hulu. I think it was straight to Hulu. Uh I like weird, scary crap. And Mm -hmm. this one I got you to watch, but um, it was No One Will Save You. I thought it was great. Number six. It had no dialogue in it. I, I think love that. if you can carry a whole movie with just you, with zero yeah. dialogue, you're a star. There's, it, there's some horror elements. There's some like sci-fi elements or aliens. It's kind yeah. of like a modern, quiet take on signs. I feel like. Yep. Um, I, I thought it was that. phenomenal. It's phenomenal. It was talk about underrated. Not many people talk about it this but the the actress in it 
What is her name? Caitlin Deaver. Caitlin, Caitlin Deaver. Deaver. We love we love Caitlin Deaver. She's also she carries the whole movie. She does without dialogue. Without, without any dialogue. She, yeah. Pure acting on her face with her body, just yep. really good stuff. It, the tension yep. is there the whole time. Mm. It's great. Yeah. It's so it's good. It's so original. Um, uh-huh. It's my number six, Shelly. Like, I have that as my runner-up, that movie. Oh, so good. It was such a great it's so movie. Good. It's like, again, it leaves you on the edge of your seat. Everything you want in a, like, popcorn thriller, but also uh-huh. with an, an, original, an original idea that is uh-huh. carried so well by Caitlin Deaver. And did you see that she's going to be added to The Last of Us Season 2? No. Yes. I'm so excited. I am really ready for that one to come out. Me I'm too. I'm really ready for it to come out. I've been ready Dang. since yes. it went off last year. I'm ready for it now. The dang writer strike. We can. I think we're going to have a lot of delays in some of these shows uh-huh. not coming uh-huh. back as soon as they should. Anyway. We're talking about movies now. Sorry. Yeah. It, it, it's true. It's it's going to be amazing. I love this movie, Shelly. Uh, Great pick. I, I loved it, too. Yeah. What was your numero quattro? Numero quattro is a movie that I talked about a little bit that I watched. It is called May, December on Netflix. Todd Haynes' latest movie, Natalie Portman, Julianne Moore. Um, such a, like, you'll, you'll be thinking about this movie way, way, way after you've watched it. Um, you'll have questions. You'll have to come up with answers yourself. Um, is it a comedy? Is it satire? Is it a straight drama? It's just like, it's just... All of them, I think. Todd Haynes is a genius. I love all his movies. Um, it's so beautifully shot. But it, it, if y'all didn't know, it's kind of loosely based on the Mary Kay Letourneau story of a um, teacher, much older woman getting um, involved with a much younger guy. And then they end up like actually being together and having a family. Yeah. Um, and so how the Truth story stranger than fiction. Yes. And so Natalie Portman plays the character of an actress that is doing like a movie. She's playing the 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 lady played uh-huh. by Julianne Moore. So she wants to go spend some time with the real family to get like in their heads and just discover who they are. So that's the story. Um Layers upon layers to this movie. It never, um, it never glorifies that um, teacher-student relationship. Uh-uh. Never once does it. Equally. Yes. So, um, anyway, watch it. It's twisted. It's fun. It's Natalie Portman and Julia Moore. It's just, it's great. So it's on Netflix. Julianne Moore is another one of our queens. Queen. Queen, queen. What she does in this movie is just like, oh my God. <laughs> I need to watch it. You because do. Because I remember the trial and I remember the people. 
Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So that's my number four. Loved it. That's a good one. Challenge. Thank you. What is your number four? My number four, speaking of Sarah Snook, um, Mm. is I don't know if this was straight to Netflix Uh, um, or if it mm. had, but it's it's Run, Rabbit, Run. Ah, yes. Um, I need to watch this. If you were into psychological thrillers, some kind of like maybe supernatural elements to it very twisted and dark movie Sarah Mm -hmm. Smith plays a single mother um she becomes she's a fertility doctor and she has a daughter and her daughter's Mm -hmm. behavior starts Mm -hmm. becoming increasingly like erotic starts Mm -hmm. doing things that don't make sense um and Sarah Smith's character really has some repressed trauma um from a death and Uh if you don't want to give too much away (laughs) there's a lot that manifests itself with the seven-year-old child and i don't know about you but anytime a little kid is creepy (laughs) that makes yeah that's creepier Uh um and this it's it's amazing um it really it's heavy it's not it's not one you're going to be like, oh, screen. It's not like a slasher play. It's <laughs> yeah. like this one will make you think. Mm-hmm. And yes. It's kind of like the Mike Clinic, <laughs> you know. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. It's good. It's good in a very twisted, yeah. twisted way. This um, has been on my list since it popped up on Netflix. I was like, ooh, yes. Yeah, gotta, gotta watch, watch it. it. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's. It, like her kid starts drawing things that are odd and starts saying things that don't make sense. Oh, it's it's something else, man. (laughs) I will tell you that it is something else. I would definitely recommend it. Okay. I'm glad because I've never, I haven't heard anyone talk about it. I'm like, um, who has watched this? I need to know if it's good. So now I know that you have watched it and you recommend it. It's going uh-huh. again. Top of top bump of the up. Yeah, bump it if up. You, if you like weird psychological thriller type shit, this is for you. It's really good. Okay, and I love Sarah Snook. She's so good. Sarah yeah. Snook is amazing in this. She is amazing. Cool. Amazing. What's your right. numero trace? Numero trace for me is a movie called Past Lives. Um, I kind of talked about Greta Lee earlier a little bit. Past Lives, directed by Celine Song. This was her first directorial debut. Um, it's kind of a South Korean, it's South Korean slash English movie, but it's just the rom. It's kind of a romance. It is a romance. But what this, and I don't, again, want to, like, give too much away, but the story goes is you meet young versions of these characters, best friends growing up in South Korea. Uh, Greta Lee's character, her family ends up moving to the States, but these two guy-girl characters, best friends, uh, did everything together. You know, you move off, you go away, and then, like, 20 years later, something happens. 
one of them, because of social media, gets a hold of the other one. And so then there are these, like, feelings of, like, the one that got away. Like, what happened to you? And they just start yeah. talking um, via Skype and stuff like that. And, they, mm-hmm. and she's already, uh, Greta Lee's already in a relationship. She's married. Um, let me give you the cast here. It's it's Greta Lee. Um, the guy is played by Tiao Wu and then John Majero, which we've talked about. Um, he's in so uh-huh. much stuff, like good character actor. Um, Greta Lee and John play a couple. And then so in comes the, the old friend from your past life um, into the picture. And so it's this like, what could have those relationships that you have that are like the one that got away or what could have been that, that person in the past yes uh, do i do does that sound yeah yes, yes. Uh-huh. it's a it's a beautiful just so beautifully shot too it looks gorgeous it's south korean it's new york it's um it's like Greta Lee is becoming a favorite of mine. Like she was in Russian mm-hmm. Doll. She was like her and Natasha Leon are, are good friends. Mm-hmm. Um, she's in she's um, in an episode with Joseph. Yes, she's in the Morning Show, which was also like I could have put that a runner up. Um, she's a, like a main character in that show, but she's just um, gorgeous in this movie. It's. It really, again, makes you, like, think about, like, those people in your life from the past that, you know, what, what could have, yeah. Uh-huh. And then when they re-enter uh-huh. your life, what happens then? What do you do? You know? Uh-huh. What yep. choices do you mm-hmm. make? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that resonates. Totally. Yes. Little totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, past life number three. Okay, I'm going to have to watch that one. I'm hoping um, it's going to show up on Max sometime soon. I rented it. It's an A24 movie, and apparently Max is getting, uh-huh. like, most A24 movies soon. Which makes my heart happy. I yes. love A24. Me too. There are some really good ones coming out, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's okay. a great one. Thank you. Okay. Kelly, what is your number three? My number three is probably not going to be very popular because it's my number three. Uh-huh. And I know it's probably your number one. <laughs> Barbie. Barbie. Yep. <laughs> is it your number one? I'm sorry. I stole it. Totally. You know me so well. You know me I so do. well. I do. I love this yep. one. Um, uh, yeah. And it's, it's my number three because I'm a weirdo and I love dark twisted things so that's why it's my yes. number three um yeah this movie i watched it later in the year mm-hmm. it made me feel so empowered so happy mm-hmm. so uh validated mm-hmm. yes it just margot Robbie is barbie she is barbie oh, and totally. america ferrera is an actress i have followed since the start mm-hmm. of her career. I think she is phenomenal. Yep. Uh, I think Greta did an amazing job with this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any girl who's ever played with a Barbie or Ken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just I, the whole. Yeah. Everything it was saying was just so spot on. So spot it, on. And it, yeah. one of the best movies. 
It was like Greta took all our internal dialogues or the conversations that we've had with each other about just Uh living in in this world as a woman or as a young girl. Uh Every conversation, she took all of that because she's a girl too and she knows. Uh This is why it's important to sometimes have like the perspective come from who you're telling Uh the story about. Who you're actually telling the story of. Yes. Um, She took all of it into this movie, all of our internal dialogue, like that monologue, America Ferrer's monologue. Like, amen, preach it, sister. Um, How many of us have talked about this our entire freaking life? And you put it in a movie about Barbie. What? How did you make this? <laughs> like, it's the way the way she said, oh, we've solved all of the world's problems. We have Barbie. We've solved yeah. feminism. <laughs> yes, we solved it. It's phenomenal. Yeah. And it's then phenomenal. it's, and I, it is. And go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no. I was, no, no. It's your number three. Go, go, go. Oh, I was going to say the movie about how the patriarchy Mm-hmm. changes everything i yep. really appreciate it we talked about good male actors mm-hmm. like i really appreciate that ryan gosling yes the adonis of our time yeah makes fun of himself you know yep. you've got will ferrell mm-hmm. making fun of himself yep you know as the ceo in a boardroom full of men yes at a women at a barbie company like uh-huh. i love that they did not take themselves too seriously. Yeah. And they really yeah. leaned in to the tropes. Yeah. <laughs> like Ken just coming out and be like, I've got it solved guys. And the horses yep. and the men and just, they allowed that to happen. Like without yep. being little whiny babies about it. I really appreciate right. that. I yes. appreciate yep. everything this movie had to say. It just, yeah. Spot on. Spot Spot on. 100%. 100%. Um, I loved it when they get into the real world and he notices very quickly how the world is designed Mm -hmm. for him. And not for... They do. And it was so hilarious, him, like, noticing all the... um, the things I don't that think you're doing patriarchy right. I don't think it's you're like, doing it right. We are. We just hide it better. We hide it better now. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Uh, can I? Can I be a doctor? Um, can I have this? I'm a man. Don't you respect me? Like, yes. I would like to speak to the doctors. Think I am a doctor. Mm-hmm. I am. Go talk to that mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Perfect. perfect. I know. I know. It is perfect. Um, I and I, like I've I've. Um, read and watched a bunch of interviews with Greta and how she incorporated just like classic old Hollywood films that inspired her into this movie and made it look like Wizard of Oz and made like built sets on a soundstage like they used to. Um, all the, there's the no waves, yeah, the waves. The waves there's no like CGI. The, the dolphins. There's mm. no there's no CGI. There's no CGI. All these were built sets that she made. Can you like you that's feel another like thing? It was toys. Like it felt yeah. like you were in the Barbie dream house. And yeah. I just 
it's phenomenal. Yeah, they what built they did with this movie. They built that world. The things that we complain about in movies, they look fake, the CGI is terrible. Greta was like, I'm going to do old 1950s Hollywood musical. I'm going to build sets on a soundstage and I'm going to create these worlds. And that's what she did. And it's incredible. With some incredible. of the most beautiful people in Hollywood. Yes. Yes. When, <laughs> like, there are so many times that, like, Grata, again, you took my internal dialogue. What I've been saying mm-hmm. for so long, growing up with brothers, I just have to say, yeah. you know, too, that, like, mm-hmm. it's like you took everything that I grew up with and you put, mm-hmm. like, when he started singing, like, I'm going to sing to you for like five hours straight. And it was the Matchbox 20, I'm going to push, I want to push you around song. Do you remember how Black big, like, all me. of our guy oh. friends oh, yeah. were obsessed with that album? My brothers were obsessed with that song yeah. and that album. And I was like, this song. And when that was in the movie, I died. I was like, how do you? This is incredible. Like, how many dudes were, like, singing that song to girls? I want to push you around. I will. I Like, come on. And then, like, when they're trying to snap the girls out of, like, the, you know, get them out of the patriarchy that, that Barbie Land yes. had been infiltrated by. I loved all of that. Like, it was the, phenomenal. The Ken. And the I Ken. The representation. Yes, you had a chunky yeah. girl in there. Mm-hmm. Bring it. Had a, a wheelchair Barbie. Had a black president, Hispanic, Spanish. Issa Rae can is, do whatever she wants. Yes, yeah, she can. Let's just say that. Yeah. I have yeah. a girl crush on Issa Rae. I love her. I do too. Yeah, she's Amazing. hilarious. Yeah, it was incredible. So, yeah, that's that's my number one. number one. It's okay. I'm sorry. We talked about it. That's good. No, that's great. Yes, I'm so happy that you finally watched it. We're gonna have to do Me a too. Barbie episode. I think we're we will. gonna have to do like get into we it will. more. Yeah. 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 Um sure. okay. My am I on my number two? Are you yeah? Yeah, I'm on You're two. You're on your number two. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, my number two is a movie called Bottoms. Um, That's on my list. Yes, it's uh, also has Ao Ediberi in this movie. It is directed by Emma Silig. I can never pronounce her name. Siegelman. Siegelman. Um. Anyway, this is a queer, uh, like total Gen Z story. Emma Siegelman and Rachel Sinat. Um. Wrote, she stars it, Rachel Sinat stars in this too, but it's like my queer um, high school movie dream. They made a movie about like almost all queer female characters starting a fight club to meet hot chicks in their high school. Yeah. And then make fun of the football team at the same time. Let's do it. Yeah. It's a riot. It's so funny. Um, Again, very Gen Z, like. It's 90s fashion is back again. Like, you don't really know what time period they set it in because there's really no cell phones in it either, which I appreciated. So they don't have, like, the technology getting in the way of the story. Um, There's maybe one flip phone in it, I feel like. Like, one scene with a flip phone. I'm like, hmm, 
you don't really know what time period this is set in. You really don't, but it's hilarious. You're gonna have a again. It's it's for the it's for the queer girls. They did it. They did that damn thing, and it's so. Is funny. it kind of reminiscent of Booksmart and that kind of like, yeah, funny high school, yeah, like just raunchy high school, high school raunch hilarious but really just like every character in this movie is a gay girl so i mean i have to watch it you got I to love the title. I love the title. <laughs> yes so smart yes it was it's like that and barbie are my two favorite movies of the year so like i almost put it at number one um i almost did but it's I can't, again, like with Barbie, it's like, I almost can't believe that y'all got to make this movie and that this movie exists. Like, I can't believe it. We live in a very weird time, but I am so happy I exist in the time that these these movies get made. Yeah. It had to be made. Yeah. Had to. Yeah. Yeah. So, Bottoms, hilarious. Check it out. It's a great time. Great time. Also, a scene stealing. There's a... Um, a very like scene stealing Marshawn Lynch is an old, like mm. I think he played high school. He plays the only teacher seen in this movie, pretty much. So, Marshawn Lynch. Yep, that he's hilarious. Yes, I hilarious. Can, okay, I gotta watch it. You got to. Yeah, I rented it, so I don't know if it's show if it's up anywhere on streaming. I don't think it is, but. It's worth the it's worth the, it's the worth cost. A few, few dollars. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Shelley. What's your number two? My number two I watched recently. It okay. came out a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Reptile. Reptile. Now, I really That's right. had yeah. trouble deciding between this one and my number mm-hmm. one because again, I like the dark and twisted. Mm-hmm. I thought this was a great great thriller mm-hmm. top movie um benicio del toro justin timberlake alicia freaking silverstone <sighs> our queen another queen and i feel like she has just gotten better with age let me just say mm-hmm. she yep. has allowed herself to age she looks amazing yes yep she's still hot mm-hmm. and <laughs> I just think this was a very good edge of your seat. You don't know what's coming. There's a twist. There's another twist. You're like, what the hell? Um, it kind of was like, it's not on the level of Scorsese, but I really appreciate the, um, it keeps you guessing. It keeps you guessing. You don't really know what's going Um, you think one thing, they divert you to another thing. It, mm-hmm. The cast is phenomenal in this as also. Yeah. Um, yeah. Michael Pitt is in it. I, I don't know if y'all know Michael Pitt. He's been in many things. I feel like he is very underrated. Mm-hmm. He plays this gross guy in this movie. Um, you know, there's a there's a murder and it's really this cop trying to figure out who did it and also dealing personally with his own choices and trying to maintain mm-hmm. what he feels is right. And I, I love, 
um, his character, and I love him and his wife's relationship in the movie. I think mm-hmm. it's very well done. Um, one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. I thought you it was were absolutely great. You were texting me when you you were talking Poor about Andrew this has movie. To listen. I know. Andrew gets about thirty texts <laughs> whenever oh. I'm watching a good movie. I'm like, oh my god, Mm-mm. oh my god. <laughs> Well, Shelly, sometimes I feel bad because I'm like not like a just I'm not on, and it's like the next morning I'm like getting back no, to I you feel bad about it. I'm spamming you. No, don't minute by minute. No, no, I'm just you know I feel bad about it. But reptile Dana had mentioned she wanted to watch it, and I was like, oh yeah, Shelly was telling me about this movie, and so it is. It is on the top of our list. Um, so good. So, right, it was one that's of those. Another I'm like, one. Eh, I'll watch it later, and then it mm-hmm. popped up as something I would like. Because yes, of all the, my algorithm is <laughs> that. Mm-hmm. Um, it is at its heart, it's a murder mystery. But then mm-hmm. you're really seeing the choices people make and why they make them. And mm-hmm. oh my god, it's amazing! It's amazing. Cool. Have you I'm glad. Uh-huh. I'm glad to um, like we're again. It's on my like my never-ending uh-huh. list of things to get to. Yeah, but my, that my one's my up there. List of things is never-ending. Yep. Yeah. Okay, Shelly. Your number one. It's okay. We know. We know my number one is Barbie. We already talked about it, so we're just gonna get into Shelly number one. What is yours? Again, I watched it late in the year because it came out late in the year. Summer. I thought it was phenomenal. Ah, this is your number one. I thought it I thought it was batshit mm-hmm. crazy, but I yep. thought it was absolutely amazing. It mm-hmm. was a beautiful cinematic masterpiece. It very reminiscent of the talented Mr. Ripley, as yep. you said. Mm-hmm. It is obsession with wealth, obsession with mm-hmm. aesthetics and everything beautiful. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. <laughs> what you think it is, it's not. It, you, yeah. you think one thing and it just surprises you the entire time. The entire mm-hmm. time. And the yeah. the cast in this, these these young people, mm-hmm. they are phenomenal. Um, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a beautiful movie. The the cinematography mm-hmm. was absolutely gorgeous. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then you just have I mean you have Rosamund Pike and um Scene Stealing. Scene Stealing in this movie. She is phenomenal. I right? Know. Um, uh, Barry um and Barry I looked Keith. it up how to say it. Cohen. 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 Uh, oh, okay. For Keon. Keon I don't know how you say it. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. So then, different. Um, so different. The guy, the the handsome guy that plays, uh, yeah, the Jacob, main guy in it, Jacob, Jacob El Elroydy, Elroydy, yes. who also yeah. plays Elvis. Um, mm-hmm. I just, it's original, mm-hmm. but it also has a lot of the same tropes as some of these other movies we've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Emerald Fennell, she's a she's an author that she wrote this and directed it. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable! You, you yeah. just have somebody who is obsessed 
with being someone else mm-hmm. for very fucked up reasons. I'm sorry. It just. Yeah. It, yeah. Totally. The movie you is not effed up. Effed up. Yeah. It just is. A lot of the things that happen, you're like, what made you decide to do that? And at what point do you just, are you just a freaking sociopath? Like, yep. mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. Um, great pick. Number one. I was wondering what your number one was going to be. I uh-huh. had, I suspected, I suspected yeah. that Saltburn would be uh-huh. number one. Um, I watched this over, you know, my COVID break uh-huh. and, you know, it was just like, what is this movie? And then the, the more removed I am from it, the more I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like Emerald Fennel. Like she's very divided. Like she did a promising young woman, which was a movie that people discussed a lot. Um, they loved it or hated it. But mm-hmm. I feel like Emerald Fennel did uh, Killing Eve season two. She was the showrunner and writer and director for season two of Killing Eve. So I love like what she did with that season. I think it's a classic season. So Molly. I. Yeah, I she has her own style that I just it's it's cool. It. Yeah, it's, it's cool. very particular. You know, it's mm-hmm. like the the way that and, and the setting is like in early two thousand. So when I was thinking, I was like, man, the soundtrack slapped. That's because we were that age. Yes, when yep. the sound yep. like all those songs were at, we were the age of the people in the movie, and it just totally. Really, I think that resonated, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Also the, the smart. Just amazing. I know. I said very smart that set in that time period because you don't mm-hmm. have that much technology yet. So yeah. that doesn't get in the way either. Like that's mm-hmm. not a distraction. So I think that was maybe a purposeful choice to set it mm-hmm. during that time. Yes. Yeah. And Carrie Mulligan had this small little role. <laughs> so funny. Actresses of all time. I know. Poor dear Pamela. That Poor is Pamela. Literally, that's what she's yep. credited. That's her character name. Poor dear yep. Pamela. She was. She she understood her her assignment for this little small part, and she just like stole the like the she scene she was in. If Mrs. Havisham from um, Great Expectations, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the early two thousand. That would mm-hmm. be her character. Totally. Seriously. Yes. On all levels. Totally. Just bonkers. <laughs> and I love it. Bonkers. Yeah. It's oh, a bonkers God. movie. Great number mm-hmm. one. This is a much discussed film that is happening right now uh-huh. on the whole interweb. So ignore well, it. There's some scenes that were kind of like, oh, that was the choice. Oh, this has never been shown before. No. Yeah. But then I feel like there's reason for it when you watch the movie and you see who the character really is. You're like, okay. Oh, yeah. This is the yeah. mind of someone that's not well. Right. Yep. Totally. Great pick, Shelly. Wonderful. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Look are, at us. Are, do you have any runners up? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I do. Um, Quickly, the, the Leave the World Behind Netflix movie about the end of the world with julia roberts mahershala ali ethan hawk um again this was a divisive movie people like hated the ending but i love the ending it just makes sense great wonderful like it's not a good time because i feel like it's very like 
this would happen. Yeah, a little too real. Um, I love Nyad with Jodie Foster and Annette Benning. That was another like really cool one. I had No One Will Save You. Like number six was like almost top five. The one that we've discussed. Uh-huh. Saltburn. Saltburn's also in my runners up. Um, I loved the holdovers. I watched that one over the break too. That called Giamatti. It did, and it's um really well deserved. It's Alexander Payne again, like he did sideways with Paul Giamatti uh-huh. um years ago. Um, it's a great holiday movie. Like I think this is going to be a holiday new classic. Okay. But, um. It's on Peacock, like you can watch it now for free. So that's I, I fired that one up. Um, just a story set back in like the sixties, boys' school. He gets assigned the task to stay with like the holdovers, the people that don't have a home gotcha. to go to over the break. That makes sense. Um, Divine Joy Randolph just won Golden Globe. He just won. Paul Giamatti just won. Um, great performances. Really. It, Really beautiful movie. Great music, like 60s music, 70s. It may be 1970, that time period. So, yeah, those were my runners. Up. Yeah. So, Shelly, what were your runners up? My runners up, I, I had a few, just a few, because I didn't watch as many as I should have. The Killer with um, oh, Michael yeah, yeah, Fassbender. Yes. I need to get to really that one. Good. About a hitman. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Missing was one that came out on Netflix or Hulu. Mm-hmm. I cannot remember which. I really love the actress in that movie. She's going to be a good up and comer. She was in um, a couple episodes of uh, The Last of Us. I felt like it was this generation's okay. take on Rear Window, kind of. Okay. Um, it kind mm-hmm. of reminded me of Disturbia. I don't know if you ever saw that with Shia LaBeouf. Yes. Yeah. Very similar with like a lot of use of technology. Where are they? Who are they? Really mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then A Haunting in Venice, I really enjoyed. I love uh, the Agatha yeah. Christie adaptations with Kenneth Branagh, yep. Tina Fey. I mean, Tina. I thought it was a really pretty movie. Like cool. the, the cinematography, and mm-hmm. I love a good detective story. Yeah, I got to get to that one too. That one's been on the list. You yep. will love it. I mean, Shelley, we need to talk. Like the ones that we haven't watched yet are the big. Like I haven't watched Oppenheimer yet. Sorry, people. I haven't, I haven't watched Killers. Love the Flower Man. I haven't either. Yet. Maestro. I'm... I haven't watched yet. Okay. I have a lot to say about Maestro, and I'll just oh, save it. I'll save it. Um, yes. I I want to watch Priscilla. I want to watch Poor Things. I want to watch Color Don't Purple. Watch Poor Things, The Curse. Quick uh, Lady, yep. Knock at the Cabin. I want to watch yep. Wonka, Ferrari. Um, yep. You know. Oh, gosh. There's this one called Eileen that I'm dying to get to. Napoleon. Bear, I still haven't seen. Uh, so I should have put that in runners up. Cocaine Bear. Um, I want to watch Anatomy of a Fall. That won some awards. Yeah, I, I heard that, that was good. I've heard a lot about Society of the Snow that just came out on Netflix, which yes. is jo- the like Uruguayan but, soccer players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that the the guy did the impossible which we talked about that uh-huh. movie that's the same director so yeah oh, it looks good there's yeah there's too many there's a lot yeah asteroid city, asteroid city yes we I can't get to them all yes no yeah. another at 24 just we'll have to get yeah. to them yeah but and we'll report when we watch them we will we will we will yep. thank you for hanging on with us for this long our supersized um, episode thank you it all. was a supersized episode it was a year in review mm-hmm. and we have That's been right. off for four weeks from this so yeah uh, we've missed that. thanks for hanging yeah. in there with us we're gonna be back mm-hmm. next week mm-hmm. and we decided that we're going to talk about our favorite a couple of our favorite directors so we're gonna, yeah do the rest of the month we're gonna do director episodes so mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah, we've have we decided what next? I or... I've decided who I'm doing next week. Mm-hmm. You decided, right? Who, yeah. who are you doing again? Well, I'm gonna do Greta. We're just gonna keep rolling the to. Greta Gerwig train here. Yes, it's Shelley, her time. Who are you doing? It's her. Era. It is her time. Yeah, I'm gonna do my favorites, the Cohen brothers. Um, Yay. Ethan Cohen has his yep. solo directorial debut coming out later this year. Ooh, so They're some of my favorites. That. We're just going to talk about the Cullen Brothers and Greta Gerwig. Awesome episode. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Me too. All right, Shelly. Wow, this was fun. Get right back into it. If you haven't seen any of our recommendations, check them out. Let us know what you think. Um, Yes, thank you. Thank you. That was that was good. Yes. Thank you so much for, for listening and we'll see you here next week. Yes. Bye. Bye. <laughs>